0: I kind of wanted to go back in time. We hung February 2017 at uh, Suicide Silence.
1: Yeah, at the... Observatory. Oh, no, no, okay. Yeah, yeah, that. that, See, now I'm putting it together. Yeah. That's where we're
0: at. Yeah, so that's... And actually, I kind of wanted to go back to that for a second now Because yeah. it's been kind of fun to see this evolution for you Because I remember at that point We actually ran into John that night I bought you a beer We were hanging out, walking around And ran into John In that back bar Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh yeah, we're in a band together Yeah So where was the band at at that point in
1: time? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think Because you said in 2017 So I started Essentially, I was on tour with this band called Maytal And we did a tour with the female Yeah, yeah, May, Maytal Cohen It was her, her kind of solo band We did a tour with Queensryche and it went great, but um, the singer quit and so everything was kind of in flux I came off the road, I was kind of doing some stuff now I have a, like some time and right around that time, so we're talking maybe March, April 2016 was when the other there was a, basically a vacancy in the band that would become Bad Wolves you know, and you know, John had been kind of, you know, putting putting in my ear that he kind of wanted me to join the band for a while but the, you know, things just seemed to work out timing wise, and so I just started like literally transcribing the songs, because a lot of these, this stuff at that point was studio creations they weren't you know so and then uh our guitar player chris was on the road so he wasn't even around to work on stuff i was basically just me and then me and john got in a room and then and then eventually chris came back and then we started jamming it kind of slow it was like slowly kind of like and this is something i've done with a lot of bands is you know so much stuff happens in the studio these days with, with a lot of projects and then you have to kind of take that and then figure out how you're going to play it live right. Whereas like back in the day it was the opposite like you would Right in the room, and then all right. How do we make the ba- the record sound like how good the, how the band sounds live? So, so I've done that 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 situation a lot. But at that point in 2017, I imagine um, most of the record was done, and I think we do we. I'm trying to think. If we had, did our first show because we did our first show in May of 2017.
0: Okay, so shortly thereafter.
1: Yeah, so cause that was before the show. Okay, so really that was like we had the um, learn to live video out. That video. Pretty much set everything off, and all of a sudden it was like everyone was, was kind of talking about it, and then we got a bunch of label offers, and the, the kind of the wheels were kind of turning at, at yeah. that point.
0: And then I ran into you again on the black carpet at the Loudwire World. Yeah, it was, it was the three of you: John, you, John, and Tommy. Yeah. And I think at that point the it came out that that uh, Ivan was going to manage you guys, and you're getting signed. Zoltan. With, or I'm sorry, Zoltan uh, was going to manage you guys, and then you know label deal signed. And I specifically remember asking you guys and it's again funny to see how it plays out now i remember asking you what well, can you tell me about the album No, tight-lipped about the album is there a cover on the album <laughs> yes there's a cover on the album is there a guest appearance on the album is someone doing a guest spot on the album yes somebody's doing a guest spot yeah so where was it at at that point in relationship to
1: everything that happened with we that? were basically brand new with our label management Eleven Seven and, and 10th street and they kind of It was funny, it was my idea to actually, I was like, yo, we should go to the Loudwire Awards and just kind of like, you know, just put our face out there, kind of say what's up, you know, and it was, um, you know, I guess a little like coming out party to a certain degree, but at that point it was just, the video had been out for a little over, you know, a little less than a year, so it was a lot of hype and buzz and people found out we got signed and that Zoltan was involved, so there was like all this like kind of under the radar stuff, you know, and that was one of the first things we did in, in the public. sphere so it was really kind of a precursor to everything and it really was not you know maybe a month after that you know that you know everything happened with Dolores and then the song being released and everything and that and that was obviously this this massive turning point where we went to kind of this band with some with a little bit of buzz, with a little bit of hype from a metal standpoint or a heavy music standpoint to kinda of having this um kind of global phenomenon. You know, it was really like a like a like a tidal wave what happened with that song and it changed everything. It really yeah.
0: did. And props to you guys for donating all those funds. Two hundred fifty thousand
1: dollars. Well, I mean, that's just the first start. That's like the first quarter. The family's gonna do very well off that song, and and thank God, you know, that we could, uh, you know, take a, a very very tragic circumstance and spin it into something positive for the people that that matter the most, you know. Because the key about that too is just obviously the song is very successful, but it wouldn't be in our best interest to sit there and be like, look at us, look how great. We-. No, no it's, let's put the focus on her legacy. Let's put the focus on her family because it's that timeless creation that gives us the that's where all of the stuff is we're just reimagining it you know yeah and a great person by the way thank you thank you
0: speaking of uh, of tragedy and wanted to get your take just because of the timing but talk about rest in peace vinnie paul yeah. any experiences with the man and your thoughts on on his passing
1: yeah i just um <clears throat> i just talked about it on my, on my podcast uh so I, I got to play a song with vinnie paul at 2009 Rider Dime show, okay. and um, God Forbid it was on tour, my old band, and we were finishing up the Mayhem Festival, and Phil Demo from Machine Ed called me and asked me if I wanted to play A New Level by Pantera, There, and I was like, kinda hesitant, because I didn't have much time, and I didn't, you know, this before really had like, a lot of stuff to be able to learn songs easily, so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. And day of the show, I find out that Vinnie Paul is playing on the song. Corey Taylor from Slipknot singing, singing on it. And so then the, the pressure gets real real, real, real raised up. And I remember I actually learned the song wrong. Like, I had to, like, transpose the entire song the day of. But then I just, I just found someone posted some footage of it, of me actually, like, playing the solo. So I just reposted that the other day. And pretty much it was, we didn't even get to meet him. We just kind of went out there and did it. And then at the end of the show, I gave him, like, a pound. You know, which is funny because if you look at the footage, he, like, he finished the song and he, like, throws his hand in the air. And he kind of, like, is not even looking at me. just kind of looking at the crowd and kind of, he's like, oh, I get this guy, all right, just get, just get this guy out of my face. And then, actually, I met him. The first time I met him was actually on my 21st birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was in Dallas, Texas. And um, we were on tour with Lamb of God. And they were, idea we were going to go to the clubhouse, their, their strip club right. on, uh, you know, for my birthday. And I remember I, you know, we were in this pickup truck and dudes were just partying in the pickup truck. And Randy for Lamb God, this is before he got sober. And he's like, hell yeah, we're rednecking now. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, these white people are crazy. <laughs> and then, uh, and, and so, we, you know, so we, we get there. It was a long drive and I had to pee so bad. Get, you know, I had to go to the security to give him my, ID, you know, and I run inside and I'm, and I'm pissing. And I'm, and I'm like, and I look to the right of me. It's Vinnie Paul. Literally, right. And I'm like, and I kind of freaked out a little bit. You know, I was like, oh my, because I, I was under the impression that uh, none of the guys from Pantera were going to be there. And he was like, hey man, it's cool, it's cool, it's just real chill. Ended up signing a t-shirt for me, I still have it to this day, nice. you know, for my 21st birthday, so.
0: Tragic loss, that one's going to uh, stink for a while.
1: Just goes to show you, man, you can't take any of this for granted. Any of these bands are going to be here, and your friends, your family, you know, it's like, this shit could be over today. Yeah. You know, so you got to just... Enjoy the, you know, every day for what it is. You know, that's why I, I, I try not to focus on too far down the line. You know, it's like, all right, let's have a good show today. Let's yeah. do, let's work, you know, whatever we're, we're, I'm working on, let's w- make that, let's be in the here and now, you know?
0: Yeah. Let me hit you with a couple of things. I, I know you're a big music fan. I love the articles when you were writing for a while. There are some really good stuff. And I like to play some little music games. So I want to get your, your take on this. Yeah, sure. Big four, you know, big four metal, right? I was thinking about it. It's a couple years old now thinking about like the next movement, thinking about flipping the script to the 90s and the next big movement in rock, kind of the Seattle grunge thing. Mm -hmm. So I got a little thing I come up with called the Flannel Five, and it's Nirvana, Pearl Jam, STP, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, and curious, who would be your number one off that list? If you could only pick one, who's your favorite off that list and why?
1: Well, it would be Alice in Chains, but I I would argue you'd have to put Faith No More on there before Stone Temple Pilots, because they were earlier, and I think they were, if anything, STP is kind of, were probably influenced by the Pearl Jams and Sound Gardens, even though they, they were co- contemporaries, but they were like the next g- generation. But I would put Alice in Chains just because um, I think from a, if you look at Alice in Chains entire catalog, I think they were a bit more consistent than some of those, some of those other bands, even though, I mean, obviously, I mean. Nirvana, we lost them very early. Um, Pearl Jam, to me, it's like the first two records, and then Vitology, a couple songs, and I kind of fell off. And um, Soundgarden, it's like more. I'm into songs off each record. Like, like I feel like their records of uh, song, alike, song I kinda like, song I kind of like, song I like, song you know. And they'd have like 15 songs on their records. They were so they were kind of a little a little bloated, but like so, you know, Alice in Chains, man, it's like every song off every. You know all the first few records plus the EPs, and then I would even put a Black Gives way to Blue yeah, in yeah, that. and then double, double um, Yeah, but I mean, you know, so Alice in Chains to me, and and you know, also I'd say Jerry Cantrell, like the influence as a guitar player is, is super massive for me personally. Um, and STP, I mean, that's I mean, that's one of my favorite bands ever. You know, I just saw them recently with their new singer, and it's just they have nothing, right. they have nothing but hits. Yeah, yeah. That's all they that's only the kinds of songs they write is yeah. are, are hits, so. They're, incre- they're such, you know, underrated as a musical unit. Like, I'm, you know, I, I could go on all day about, about them. So
0: Let me hit you with one more, and I think you've even written about it in the past, but something I always talk about and something I miss from back in the day is that synergy of movies and music when you had all those dope soundtracks. It was such a great discovery of finding new bands off of soundtracks and then just, I think, a good marriage. But curious if you have a favorite sound, movie soundtrack, rock movie soundtrack from back in the day.
1: Well, I did a whole, I did an article yeah. about this recently, and um, probably for me, number one is is the Crow soundtrack, yeah. you know, because I think more so than any other movie, at least with regards to rock music, I think it really colored the uh, the environment and and the uh, the tenor of the film. It really worked dramatically for what was happening on, on yeah. screen. And it's difficult to think about those songs and not think about where they appeared in the movie. Right. Or
0: if you see the movie, it's vice versa.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think it just top to bottom it's just a great soundtrack. A lot of, same thing, a lot of great soundtracks. There's like five tracks that are cool and then some that are right. meh. You know, like, even like the like Last Action Hero soundtrack is another one of my favorites. Um, it's about...
0: Great ones. there's some cool gems on Great them.
1: ones. Two, two great uh, Alice in mm-hmm. Chains songs. They do like the... Uh, uh, Aerosmith has the live version of uh, Dream On with the or- orchestra. There's just, there's a lot of jams on there. Um, you know there, there's that w- that was such a great period. And I think it can still work. You saw that recently with um, Black Panther with, with Kendrick Lamar did, and there's you know some bangers on that record, and they're in the movie. And it really like that one that one big uh, car chase scene is when they play that song with The Weekend, and it's just like and the music they made sure to have it rhythmically give it this kind of like like African like like tribal vibe to it and it really cares so you can still do that I think I, I don't know really you know behind the scenes how much of that stuff still goes on but I, hopefully it, it happens more because yeah. I think it's pretty great
0: not enough man well I dude I, I appreciate all the time I